the guests this week will be Thomas and Gerald. Thomas is a Chelsea fan and Gerald is a Manchester City fan. And we are going to be previewing the Champions League final between these two teams. Welcome on, guys. Thanks, David. How are you? I'm doing good, boys. Uh, let's start off real quick just with a general conversation around um, how the season's been for both of you. Obviously, COVID-infected season, so many games for both clubs, obviously, in the Champions League and the FA Cup. You guys both got to the semifinals. So, Gerald, what, what's your overall feeling of the season? Obviously, you guys have already secured two trophies. Yeah, I, I... I can't really complain again. Like we've won two trophies, even though even though we didn't win the FA Cup, you can't you can't really complain. Season has been good, but obviously Champions League is the main one. That's been the main one for Manchester for a while now. And with Chelsea beating us two times later, or two times before that, I'm a bit nervous. I can't lie. <laughs> yeah, and Thomas, what do you think of their season? Uh. No, you know, I think City's had a phenomenal season. Um, in a sense, it's kind of funny. I think for them, it's business as usual. They won the, the title again. They won the Carabao Cup. and But I think what Gerald is saying is true. Is I think now it's all lies on the big prize, which is the Champions League. And that's really the one that matters the most for them, especially for Pep Guardiola. Yeah, and personally, I think that uh, City's season was complicated at first, but since about November, December time, they've just became a machine and found the formula to keep winning and winning. Obviously, won like 29 out of 30 games, which is just crazy. Um, and the advantage I think they have going into the final is that although these last few games have turned out to be a little nervy versus Newcastle and Brighton just because of the red card and all the stuff like that, but I think they haven't really had to put that much energy into these games. Whereas Chelsea, like, went full out versus Leicester, like, 90 minutes of sustained high pressure, which was crazy game. And I think you guys are also going to have a really tough game versus Aston Villa. So I think in terms of energy, they're definitely going to have more of it. But who do you think are the favorites? But, but you see that it's a final, so you can't... Like, they might just be up for it for just 19 minutes. They'll just turn up that 19 minutes and, and go. It might be up, it might, it might be in their favor because our boys might be like how I put it relaxed, too relaxed is what you're saying. Yeah, we're, we're yeah, like too relaxed for it. And um, these two Chelsea games like, that I thought that Chelsea played with Leicester, you know, they've been 100%, so it, it shouldn't be hard for them to just switch on in the final as well. Hmm. No, as for us, Newcastle, Brighton, we've just been messing around. So it might be harder for us now. Yeah, so, but do you think that makes them the favorites, though, or do you still back, back Man City? I still think we're the favorites. Like, we've got the better team, better manager. And I think we're the most, I say the better team, but I still think we're the favorites. But yeah. it's, it's, it's more balanced now than maybe it was like three weeks ago. Hmm. Tom, no, what think... do you think? I think I think City are favorites. Um, you know, I'll be honest. I was glad when City were on the other side of the bracket and when the in the Champions League draw, just because even though they're favorites, it's easier to beat a side like that over ninety minutes than it is over two legs. With that being said, I think both teams have a lot to play for. Um, you know, both teams have 
you know, senior players that want to win it before they go. You know, City has Aguero. You know, Chelsea has players like Espiliqueta, Thiago Silva towards the end of their career that want to win it. You know, it's big for both of the managers. Pep Guardiola promised it to the City supporters. You know, Tuchel lost it with PSG the season before. So it's, you know, there's a lot in it for both teams. So, and when it's like that, you know, anything can happen over 90 minutes. But until then, yeah, I think City are, are clear, clear favorites. Yeah, it's it's a really it's a really interesting one because I think the two teams have been matched to each other kind of like never they have been before. Like we we all remember the six zero game when under sorry where Chelsea were just so like unorganized and open. And now that's like one of the things that is most oppressive about them is that they can hold their shape in the back three. And they can be so defensively compact. But, Gerald, I think that you'd agree with me that your defensive shape has gone out of this world and that you guys can also easily hold your shape and stay low, right? Yeah, but no reason. <laughs> Considered like eight in our last few <laughs> games. <laughs> but, but yeah, doing that 21 game winning run, Champions League, our, our defense has been good. It's been good. So at least I think I can count on them to turn up for that for this 90 minutes. That like that's the only part. Not, not necessarily the only part, but I'm more confident going into that game. That's the way that our defense will turn up. Yeah, for sure. I think I think the defensive improvement, although it might not be seen as much in like goals and clean sheets conceded, but if you yeah. take everything into context, like the defense for Man City has just been out of this world. And um, I think we will move into a combined 11. Um, so in goal, obviously, between Ederson and Mendy, uh, Thomas, who do you pick? You know, that's actually, kind of, that's, that's actually a tough one. I'll give it to Ederson. Um, you know, he did win the Golden Glove. Um, he's class, you know, in the yep. box, literally outside the box as well. So I'll give it to, I'll, I'm glad to give it to Ederson. Gerald, do you agree? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, I also agree. I think I think Mendy has been pretty impressive. Um, like, he's come in and done way better than Kepa did last season, obviously. But I think Ederson's, like, just his ability to find a man with his feet, especially in the PSG game, it was, like, the most clear this season. But, yeah, he's, his footwork is just amazing. Uh, I really... Like, it's weird to enjoy watching a goalkeeper play, but I really enjoy watching him play. Um, at right back, this is a bit of an interesting one because I'd say both teams have two good options. So, what formation are we using? Sorry? What formation? Sorry, I can't hear you. What formation? Like, what, oh. like, what formation are we using? Oh, yeah. Um, I think a four-three-three is what both teams can can play with. Obviously, they play with a back mm-hmm. three, but I think a four-three-three is just the more common formation. Okay. So yeah, uh, between Reese James, Aspilicueta, Cancelo, and Walker, uh, what do you think? Are we, are, we, are, we, are we judging it like going into the final or the form throughout the seasons? I'd say, like, who are you picking for the final based on their, like, ability and form? I'll pick Walker, definitely. 
Yeah. And Thomas, how about you? Who did Gerald pick? I'm curious. I didn't hear. Uh, Kyle Walker. Walker, Walker. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, for me, it'd be between Walker and Reese James. Uh, goodness. I mean, they're both absolute tanks, aren't they? You know, I'm going to go with Reese James just because, you know, I'm a Chelsea supporter. <laughs> um, you know, I got to love Reese. So I'm, I'm going to go with Reese, even though that's, that's a really, really tight one. I can see it going either way. Yeah, for yeah. for me, I just think Walker's experience is like something. Ruben Diaz, John Stones. Um, for me personally, I'd go with Diaz and Tiago Silva. I don't know how about you guys. Spot on. Yeah, I think that that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, it's just like shout out to Stones for how good he's been this season, but I think that um, Tiago Silva's experience and just ability and talent, I think it just puts him a little bit ahead for me. Um, for left back, this is an interesting one because Man City technically don't have like a natural left back that they play a lot. Zinchenko's an attacking midfielder by trait, and. Um, Cancel uh, as a right back, but I think both Chilwell and Alonso they've somewhat been rotated a little bit throughout the season. Um, and you're right, with City not having a natural left back, it's kind of a funny one to pick. But uh, I would agree that Cancelo's been class. Um, I think Chilwell's been better out of the two between Alonso and him. Um, you know, I'm going to go with Chilwa just because, you know, on his day, you know, when he wants to, he can be, he, when he's performing at his top, he, he can be really, really good. Um, unfortunately, with Chilwa, the only problem is consistency, but, you know, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt when he's playing at his top game. He's, he's, he's incredible. So I'm going to go with Chilwa. Gerald, what do you think? I mean, uh, I, I would have personally go with Zinchenko, but I'll give it to you. Hmm. I, w- I would actually also go with Zinchenko. I think um, Chilwell is probably the quicker of the two, but in every other aspect mm-hmm. of the game, I don't necessarily see uh, any part where Chilwell really exceeds Zinchenko. I think Zinchenko is actually a really, really clever player. And I really enjoy watching him. And I think he's a really good one. So I would personally pick Zinchenko, but I'm fine with Chilwell as well. Um, the three midfielders, this is a bit of a of a tough one because obviously both teams play with a deep deeper midfielder, but we can kind of just account for that. So first spot, spot let's pick between Rodri, Fernandinho, Kante, Jorginho, and... I guess Co- nah, we'll leave Kovacic oh, for later. So between those four, I'll let Gerald take this one. To be honest, I don't even. I'm not sure that one was. I think this is. I think this is has probably been best out of those four, like across the season. But recently, he's been shaky a bit. But Fernandinho, whenever he plays, although he plays little bit. Does well, sometimes. But obviously, you can, but you can't ignore Kante. Like since I think for like two, three months now, he's been unreal. 
and Jorginho. Jorginho is alright, but I don't really read him like that. So for me, it's yeah. between Rodri and Kante. Yeah. Um, I think personally, I'd probably go for Kante over Fernandinho, but only mm. slightly, like very, very slightly. I really like Fernandinho. Like, I think he's probably a legend of the Premier League, not just Man City itself. But I do think that Kante has just the slight advantage of like his energy. He's everywhere. So I think he would work well in this team generally. So I'm happy to pick Kante. Thomas, do you agree with that? Yeah, no, I was going to go with Kante as well. Um, you know, his especially his performance in big games. You know, we're talking about a final here. You know, he had a big one against in the Super Cup in the beginning of the season against Liverpool. He dominated against both legs in Madrid. Um, you know, it seems like his stamina is a different gravy in, in big games. And so I'd, I'd take Kante any day um, in a final. So I agree. Yeah, I mean, the the depth of talent for both of these teams is crazy. I'm sure if we were to do a B team of this, it would probably still finish in like the top four in the Premier League. Like that's how good both yeah. teams are in depth. Um, For the two center midfielders, for me, it has to be Gundogan and Bernardo Silva. I don't know if you guys have any reservations about that. That's all of De Bruyne. I want to play De Bruyne up top. So, because so, I don't think either team yeah, has a good striker. Yeah, yeah like the way he's been playing false nine. So, for the center mids, I would definitely go with Gundogan and Bernardo Silva. Like, I like Kovacic, but I think Bernardo's just a little bit better. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, I think I think you guys w- will play um, De Bruyne up top, and so with that being said, it has to be Silva and Gundogan. Um, however, just like you said, if there was one player who would challenge him for that, it's definitely Kovacic, just because his ability on the ball. Um, you know, his how he's so press resistant. He's no no one really comes close to Kovacic in that in that conversation. So, but yeah, you know, I'll concede. I'll concede to to Silva and Gundogan. Yeah, Gerald, do you, do you think any other City players might get into that? No, no, no. We don't yet. Like, yeah, me too, that's standard. Yeah, they're, they're just amazing. Like, for Gundogan to have 13 league goals this season is just crazy. And the other sides of his game are also very underrated. Um, right wing, actually, in the forward line, for me personally, I don't think there's actually a competition. I think that Chelsea's players, like, while they're good, I don't think any of them touch a front line of Foden, KDB, and Mares. Like, I think that Mares is significantly better than Ziyech on the right, or whoever else they could really put on the right, like Callum Hudson Odoi. Um, on the left, I think it's between Foden and Pulisic. And as an American, as an honest American, I have to say that <laughs> Foden is much better. That's, and, good. That's because you're an Arsenal supporter as well. You have an agenda. <laughs> and up top, I think, uh, yeah, Werner, Giroud, Tammy, no one gets close to what Kevin De Bruyne can do. So, Gerald, do you do you think that any of your players might change that? Like maybe you want to play Jesus on the wings or something like that? No, no, no. Jesus is out of form. I have to do with putting KDB Mars. Yeah, me too. Thomas, do do you want to put a word in for any of your Chelsea boys like Zapachosta? No, I, you know, that's funny, David. But I, I would like to put a word in for, you know, players like Pulisic and Mount. 
um, which sometimes yeah, do play. I like Pulisic. Yeah, I think Pulisic, you know, definitely Chelsea's. Um, again, we were just talking about how Kovacic is press resistant. I mean, you know, Pulisic is, is you know, pretty much almost filled the boots of Hazard in that sense and that he's he's always getting fouled during the games. He helps us bring the ball up higher, higher up in the pitch. So Pulisic is really massive for us. He's got also a very good eye. You know, he can get assists. And then there's Mount. And, uh, you know, what needs to be said about Mount, aside from the fact that, you know, he almost has Kante's level of energy. He runs around the pitch like a madman, and now he's also just improving his game in the sense of, you know, vision, you know, shots, everything. I'd like to put in just a, you know, a, a, a shout-out to those two because they're, they're, they're close. You know, they might not be in there now, but they're, they're hella close. Yeah, and I think uh, I kind of forgot to mention Mount when we were talking about the center mids, but I think um, he can definitely challenge Bernardo for that spot. His energy is is amazing, and he's been really good this season. I think people kind of misunderstand him a little bit because they'll look at his goal contributions, and even Chelsea fans will be like, oh, look, at he's scoring goals and this and that. And I think that's not even one of his best functions. I think the fact that he is always pressing and he's always trying to win the ball. And he's so good in possession with like getting the ball across to his teammates and stuff. I think he's just a really, really well-rounded player. So I want to give him a shout out too. But uh, yes, I think I'm happy with that. I think um, Chelsea fans might be a little unhappy because they didn't get that many players in our opinion. Like Kante and Thiago Silva were the only ones that we included. But... I think they can be happy in the in the idea that um, a lot of their players at least compete for these spots. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, you know, that's kind of the way we like it as well, being the underdogs. I'm um, not going to say any more than that. <laughs> but it's, uh, you know, I look forward to the final. You know, hopefully the best team will win. I have a feeling it's going to be a low-scoring game. I'm thinking a 1-0, a 2-0, or a 2-1 at most. Um, you know, both of our defenses are going to be rock solid, I hope. Um, so we'll we'll see what happens, you know, and, and hopefully it doesn't go into extra time because that's really when uh, my nerves, nerves can't handle that yeah. stuff, man. Yeah. Yeah, Gerald, um, just quickly before we end off, do you think uh, oh, Chelsea can challenge you next season for the title or do you back, do you back Man City to just go? Buy a few players this summer and make it two, two for two, back to back seasons. Thomas, you can answer that as well if you'd like. Um. Yeah. Listen. I, mean, oh, yeah. I think. I think it's. I. I think it's definitely a possibility. Um. You know, I saw statistics some time ago. I'm not sure how it's holding up now that we've lost to Arsenal. Um. But you know that when Tuchel came in, there was only there was Chelsea that were right behind City in the sense of um, points in the league. It's you know I think it's it can it can be a close. Um, gosh, you know it depends a lot on the summer window. Let's see what happens. You know City always have the financial power to pull in big players. I know they're also going to be selling some players. Um, same goes for Chelsea. So it's you know it it all depends. But yeah, I can definitely see that happening. And actually, I think. I hope that's what happens because it's, you know, City's starting to get a little bit too much, um, you know, too many Premier League titles in too short of a time. <laughs> Gerald, Gerald, what do you think? Yeah, same thing. 
it's just about being consistent. And I think you guys are like, I think three or four points behind us when it comes to like since two who came. So why not if you, if you like maybe sign one or two decent players, like a center forward, then you could compete with us. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's definitely it's definitely possible because mm-hmm. I do think that Chelsea has a lot of talent and they have obviously a lot of money to spend. But I do back uh, Manchester City to start next season better. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think I think you guys will probably win the league again unless Liverpool has a crazy summer maybe or unless Chelsea United. just decides to get Holland and Sancho. I don't see United as a threat, to be honest, just because I think that... Um, they've performed at their absolute peak this season, and they're still like fourteen points behind you. Um, it's just, think... it's like eight, and they could sign, they could sign maybe a Sancho or, or Kane or Varan. I think it's very close yeah. next season. Yeah, I mean, I mean that would be a crazy summer, Kane, Sancho, and Varan. But I just don't think but that they, 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 they can't sign that. all three. But I think they will sign at least one big name. Yeah, but that's that's the thing I'm saying is I don't think that Manchester United signing one name is enough because like Bruno and Rashford have performed basically to their absolute best. In the last few months, Pogba's mm-hmm. been showing his best form and they're still like not anywhere near you. So that's why I don't necessarily think that they could challenge because I think Ollie, while he's done a good job and he's not a bad manager, I just don't think he's as good as Klopp. Tuco and um, Guardiola. So, yeah, yeah, I, I mean... agree with that. I, I think, yeah, I would agree. Um, you know, I definitely don't want to count them out, but I think you're right. I think what you know this this season was really one of their best performing season seasons, especially with um, Ole as manager, and they've they've been good. But again, if you're looking at it in the context of catching up to you know Premier League title holders, Manchester City, it's not enough. Um, so it's, you know, I, I think you're right. It really it comes down to teams like Chelsea. Again, with Chelsea, it, you know, it all depends on, you know, people ask me if we're having a good season. You got to ask me again on Sunday. It all depends on if we qualify for top four, which will also then, yeah. you know, play a big factor in the transfer market so we can attract big players because we got Champions League football. So it's, I think it all depends on the team that finished top four and the, and the market they, and the, the window they have, the transfer window they have. Yeah, talking about top four, um, let's go Burnley today. <laughs> I really don't want Liverpool getting Champions League football, so um, let's go Burnley. Sure. Uh, well, thank you guys very much. Uh, I think that being on the result of the final, we might look silly for saying for saying the combined eleven the way we did, but I think any rational yeah. person will will agree at least at least with most of the picks, because Man City just have better players. That's why they won the league and ran away with it in the end. So thank you guys so much. Listeners, make sure you check out their Twitter pages, which I will link. And a special shout-out to Thomas, because if you like EDM music, he makes some really great EDM music. So I'll make sure to link that as well. Check them out, and have a good day, guys. Cheers, David. Take care, man. Okay. Bye.